I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the News Du Jour. I wanted to say a huge thank you today to everyone who is new listening here. We had 300 new listeners who've never listened before in the past like day. <laughs> and y'all actually helped us reach our 30,000 download goal early this year. We were on track to hit it, but we hit it early and I could not be happier about that. It takes a lot of stress off of me to know that we've already hit our goal. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for being here. We hope it gives you a calmer space to consume the news. Also, if you're new here and you're interested in getting breaking news notifications to your phone, like if something crazy happens and you're like, what is going on? Like, for example... The event that gave me the idea for breaking news notifications were the Capitol riots on January 6th that happened about a year ago now. And my phone was just blowing up. My DMs were blowing up with questions from you guys about what was going on. So it would have been so much easier to just send out a general blast of like, here's what I know right now. And that's what I do for our patrons using Patreon. Patreon has an app and that way you can get the notifications sent to your phone. If you don't want them to your phone, you don't have to have it. It's completely optional. It's just an additional service that you can get as a patron. They can also be sent to your emails, but you control all those settings. So it's whatever format is best for you. But if something major is going down and you hear about it from a coworker, you can get the download straight from me within minutes, seconds, whatever, or you might even be the first to hear about it. Sometimes I'm quick on the draw, um, sometimes quicker than others, but I will always get you that breaking news information so that you know what's going on. And then of course, break it down in the next day's news du jour. So if you're new, definitely consider becoming a patron. It comes with a ton of other perks, but that's one of the main ones. So you can do that in our show notes. There is a link to our Patreon. I usually don't talk this much. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the news. So first up, the Taliban asks the U.S. to unfreeze its assets. So the U.S., around the time that we were making our exit, froze about 10 million, excuse me, 10 billion with a B, dollars in Afghan assets. And they're still frozen to this day. Obviously, this is a huge conflict for the U.S., as arming terrorists with billions of dollars is kind of an alarming notion. That said, it's their money. And I'm not exactly sure what gives the U.S. the authority to freeze these funds really in the first place. That's something I was confused on and couldn't find many answers online. So I'm still digging for that. If you're someone who can explain that to me, please reach out. 
But given the dire situation that the Afghan people are facing right now with the drought and hunger sweeping the nation, they are definitely in need of those funds to turn things around. Of course, in their public address appealing to the U.S., they were very flattering towards us and trying to appeal to the heart for sure. But at the end of the day, word of violence in Afghanistan and girls still not being allowed into secondary schools, there's a lot of gaps in between what modern societies expect in terms of fairness and equality and where Afghanistan is today. But is that reason enough to withhold funds when people are dying in the streets by the million? It's a tough equation to balance and one I am sure will be evaluated with careful consideration. And next up, we have a story about an Arkansas woman who claims to have been fired after receiving a $4,400 tip. So tips are usually a good thing. They mean you're doing your job well. A pat on the back. However, a woman named Ryan Brandt found herself unemployed after receiving a very large tip from a group of customers who were in the holiday spirit. Ryan served a group of over 40 people who each gave $100 tips. They then asked their social media to add into it, and in the end, the the total of the tip was $4,400. However, Upon hearing this exciting news, her managers demanded that the tip be shared among all the servers, although this was not the policy leading up to this large tip. The waitress was understandably confused and crushed by this after being told she'd be taking that money home. She mentioned this news to her customer, who then asked for the amount back from the restaurant so that he could give it to her directly outside the restaurant, as the tip was intended for her and not for all the other servers. The restaurant then chose to fire her over this. Apparently, they have a policy against telling customers about pooling tips, which Doesn't make much sense to me, given that they don't usually do this anyway. But Grant Wise, a tech founder who is the one initiating this tipping, actually went ahead and started a GoFundMe for the former waitress to kind of help her get back on her feet. And it's already raised over $8,000. But don't worry, Ryan is already settling into a new waitressing job at a different restaurant, so she definitely landed on her feet. But this is just yet another example of how the service industry often takes advantage of workers who have few other options and why people are quitting in droves right now. And for our final story today, Elizabeth Holmes's trial, we have an update to it. The defense has rusted in the Elizabeth Holmes trial, a big day. This past week, Elizabeth herself actually was taking the stand. Surprisingly, though, she actually was not grilled by the prosecution as one might expect. You see, they didn't want to push her, have her cry or something, and then appear to the jury as weak, innocent, and sympathetic because that's kind of what the defense is going for. 
If you didn't already know this or you haven't heard some of our previous episodes, the defense is really arguing that Sunny Balwani, who was her business partner, was basically abusing her in her relationship and that made her um, kind of incapable of making decisions on behalf of the business responsibly. That is their defense of what she has done. So the prosecution therefore avoided treating her super harshly because that could sort of feed into this abuse idea that she was abused, um, which may or may not have happened, but that doesn't mean that the fraud wasn't real as well. But this made, they made sure to still ask the important questions, of course, without doing so in an aggressive way. Um, Most of these questions, Elizabeth answered with a repetitive, I don't think I did, or I don't remember that, things along those lines of not an outright no, but just sort of a I don't remember. Again, coming across as much more docile and passive rather than taking on the defense in a stern manner and like fighting them on anything. She just sort of like, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, Something interesting also is that (laughs) the prosecution continued to ask Elizabeth, is that something else you would have done differently after the defense kind of admitted a lot of her wrongdoings and said, oh, these, there's so many things I would have done differently. So I feel like the prosecution kind of stole that line and started asking her when when they would kind of reveal something major that she'd done wrong. They'd say, is that something else you would have done differently? And she would always answer, yes, that that is something I would have done differently. So um, she would admit to it kind of haphazardly, kind of shrugging things off that she had done as if they weren't a big deal and breezing past them. It seemed that the lawyers who were reviewing these proceedings on some of the podcasts I listened to feel that all the evidence is there to prove fraud in what the prosecution has like delivered to the jury, but it's going to come down to whether or not the jury feels that they can connect the dots that the prosecution has carefully laid out for them. We shall see. We still have closing arguments, and a lot of times what a prosecution will do is lay out those dots just as I described and then kind of string them together in their closing argument. So I'm assuming that's what they're preparing to do, whether they do it well or effectively or not. We're just going to have to wait and see. So let's hope they can get everything done before Christmas for the sake of this jury, that they're not locked in a hotel room away from their families through the holidays. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, People often make up in wrath what they want in reason. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, 
Tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love News Du Jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh.